I'm doing a recording because uh, just documenting the journey. It's like a diary notes, I guess, sharing the the whole uh, experience. And uh, I'm in a very deep purge for the last, uh, I'd say, a couple of days. When I go quiet, I'm in that state. Full moon after um, the new moon. New moon was bumpy, full moon as well. Big shifting. Um, and I, I did do a recording and I didn't put it up. It was way too technical. It was way too, uh, it was, it was about toroidal fields. And I, I could make it really short. We could take a 40 minute recording and make it very short. And that is everything is a toroidal field. Period. There you go. So you can dig into that. That's, uh, I can give you a few examples, the galaxy, the universe, and there's a plane, just like in magnets, there's a plane of inertia, I believe it's called that, and uh, it runs through the middle of a magnet no matter where you slice it. It's kind of holographic in that sense, you slice a magnet anywhere, and you've got a what we call North and South Pole, but you have this middle ground where everything propagates, it exists. And, uh, and so I went into a lot of uh, detail about it, but that's not where I'm at right now. Well, it is, I'm, I'm learning about this stuff. Uh, what's interesting about that, the reason I was doing a recording on it, is because you can understand the nature of reality has everything to do with uh, fields, field theory, if you want to know about reality, research, field theory. Um, and the other pr reason I was uh, bringing it up is because you can program your toroidal field. You influence uh, others, their toroidal fields. They influence you. Uh, same ideas uh, apply to what you ingest the fields of uh, the electromagnetic field patterns within atoms, molecules, um, hold a frequency. And uh, that frequency, you could look at it like the consciousness of whatever it was that you uh, are eating, drinking. So anyway, I mean, there's a lot to talk about that. I could talk more about it, but... Um, Dr. Emoto does those experiments. You've heard of him for sure. Rice experiment, water experiment. If you, uh, if you consider that everything holds a record, really, of his of its experience, um, and that record involves a frequency in the toroidal field, toroidal field being a macabre. There's so much to talk about. I think I got overwhelmed with how much I wanted to talk about. But today I just wanted to talk about um, this deep level purging occurs um, and, and well, it occurs when there's a, a change in your field and that occurs when there's a change in a, in a more powerful field, uh, which has to do with, you know, this astrological alignment, the sun, the earth, the moon. Um, it's all field patterns, and they have an impact on our field, our toroidal field. Anyway, so it took me, it's taken me to my core. And then typically there's a, a physical manifestation of a trigger, you know, that you make, gives you some panic. But I mean, the, the whole key here is, there's a few things. Fear. When you stop being afraid of life, you've moved through the process. In other words, when you can sort of keep your mind out of the worry of the future or regret of the past, you can... Um, you come into a state of balance and you're not afraid and then you start attracting things in that frequency. So 
for as much as we learn to follow our passion, excitement, um, have faith in all of all of the, uh, uh, I don't know, this sort of to-do list in order to manifest what you're looking to manifest, it's, in my opinion, held back just the way karma holds back or aligns you to certain experiences and relationships. It, uh, it holds you back because you're here to stop being afraid. You can't heal uh, or have that impact on others, that high-frequency impact on others until you've healed, until you've balanced, heal the self. Um, and you can't begin to attract what it is that you want in the nature or in the experience of high frequency until you've moved away from the fear and it's embedded it's embodied it's part of your consciousness it's part of the troidal field the fractal that is you and uh, <clears throat> that boils down to being at peace when life is going to rip things away or push you forward or put you out in uncomfortable um situations or and that can be just about anything when you go through an awakening uncomfortable can be highly uncomfortable what used to be a little uncomfortable can be unbearable at this point um there's a lot of th oh yeah so uh, uh the dream purging last night i mentioned a dream that i had uh that was multidimensional i realized it i had you know, it was, it was a prison escape dream or some war escape dream. And uh, it's part of the purging, obviously a past life experience. And I got into a basement and I believe there was no door, then there was a door, then there was no door, something like that. Escape door. Not, I came in through a window or something, some kind of small compartment. <clears throat> anyway, um, last night the dream was of my two mothers who had passed on. And you're, you may be having some experiences of dreaming about past uh, relationships in this life that triggered certain feelings or experiences, not necessarily, it's not always about the person, but it's about the experience that you've had with the person. And, uh, and these experiences, they can come in order to set you up in order to clear things out. So we can sit there and point the finger and blame people for different things, but ultimately these were things that were set up on purpose in order to uh, come through all of this. So anyway, in the dream, three realities, four realities, the dream reality, <laughs> the multidimensional dream reality, the two uh, deceased, <laughs> I don't know what to use, just dead mothers just sounds pretty harsh. Um, my two mothers were there and uh, an old friend was outside the window with a text above, I'm trying to remember what the text was. It was, it was pertinent. Uh, with a text above his head, and it was, it was, um, I don't remember what the text said, but it, it was something, it, it was, it was something to do with, um, I don't know, realizing the horror of things, it was two words or something, nothing to do with the friend, it was the fact that there was a digital message in the air, it looked like, you know, one of those, one of those things that you punch, the old, uh, like typewriter type, um, on a little banner. And so I was in, and I looked at my mothers who were in the room and I said, what reality am I in that I'm with people who are alive and you who are not alive 
but I didn't address the fact that there was a digital side of this, uh, the text in the air, and then just the regular dream world. I don't think I got an answer, but it just, it just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I didn't feel bad in the dream, although I was facing all of the things that, uh, you know, all the things you've got to face to balance out. We take these opportunities in the dream to do things we can't or whatever, or that we won't when we're awake. But it can take you to the to a point that is so low. You know, you shake your head. Today I wanted to, you know, I thought about putting a rant up. Then I thought about, man, I just don't have anything left to say. I really don't. I mean, just how far can this go? How much can we handle? And the rant was just, what reality are we in? We got darker. Remember the tank boy that got run over in my reality, yours, many of yours? He didn't. There's many examples of this. It's a darker reality. It's people that shouldn't even exist, really. And so I have to ask myself if this isn't some kind of, again, it's like a dream setup. It's all a dream anyway. But things like, why do people, I mean, just basic, straightforward things that, that if you just had some level of consciousness above stupid, you know what I mean? That's where I was at today, above, you know, asleep. You wouldn't put aluminum and mercury into your bloodstream, neurotoxins. You just, you wouldn't do it. You'd say, why, why am I putting aluminum and mercury, known neurotoxins, into my bloodstream? You wouldn't believe the mainstream media for a million reasons. You wouldn't chase down communist type of a, a lifestyle because you know it has never worked. It just turns into poverty. You're sharing misery. Like, I mean, I was, I it just, I couldn't, it was so much rushing through my head about how fucking crazy this world is that I, I just had nothing to say. It was, you know, this purge, realization that I'm in a reality that, that is darker than what I used to be in when I f did give up, when I finally just sat back in the couch and said, there's not another move to make. And, and now it's darker. And I, and I said, I'm not sure. What are we merging aspects of ourselves together? Ones that took darker sort of, uh, divergences throughout life, you know, into different experiences. It's all multidimensional. The longer we're in this, the more we realize that the idea of living a linear life just doesn't even make any sense. Why would you waste your time? You can do it all now. And, and I just don't know, or is it some kind of, you know, punching bag so that we can face our darkest fears? Uh, you know, I mean, cause look at the things that are out there. Plague, for example, a fake plague. Um, I'm, I think of the things that you may have gone through or you know, this incarnation, multiple incarnations all at the same time, you know, and we, we've been through thousand lifetimes or more, um, plagues, communist type stuff, you know, s slave type stuff, no freedom. I mean, this is the perfect pot, isn't it? I mean, it's the perfect, it's the perfect playground or whatever you call it, setting stage to face all of it. Cause it's all on the table. I, I don't even have five seconds of interest in politics. It's funny how that happens. I don't care about that stuff. Um, I mean, I did. I do. I did care because I saw where it was going. But it's gone so far now that all it can do is continue to go all the way, and that's where it's going to go. You can't have a frequency in the physics, in let's say field theory or physics. You can't have, um, you know, based on 
I don't want to get into the, let's keep it simple here, based on the physics and frequency, uh, you, you can't have a consciousness that is that low survive in high frequency consciousness, collective consciousness. It just will continue to self-destruct, but it'll get messy, and it, it gets messier and messier. And I thought, like, Adina was upset, you know, a little bit. She gets upset about how, the same shit I do. I mean, we just see it. It's so clear. You see it. Many people see it. Um, what am I getting at? Uh, I guess just the nature of the presidential, the, the way things went down in the United States. And I said to her, you know, I know, the one thing I do know, this is the solution playing out. We knew about it before there was, you know, uh, there was an election before the first election when, uh, yeah, Trump won. I'm trying not to use, you know, words or whatever. I don't want to, yeah. Anyway, we knew about this stuff then. We knew where it was headed. So, you know, that's so why we sold everything and hit the road. We knew that everything was going to change. We got caught up in the bliss of an awakening, fear we wouldn't even be in it. But I guess you do come back. Maybe not everybody. You do come back, though. We did. And, uh, you know, to help. But then I realized this isn't about helping anybody else. Really, you become very um, sovereign from everything once you realize what's going on, what it's all about. But the solution that's playing out requires that, like us going through the dark night of the soul inside, the whole collective's going to go through this. It's purging out low frequency, which means whatever is playing out drives people to rise up. That's what it's going to do. There may be a combination of different things that happen in military and stuff, but this is going to be about people rising up and changing their systems. And there was something that I realized hardcore today. We, we just don't need government. Not like, not like that. We might have group meetings and stuff in communities, but this whole idea of government is dysfunctional and will always be dysfunctional. It was never efficient. Um, what is efficient is us moving into the higher frequency of telepathy, empathy, f following passion through school, you know, letting children follow the things that excite them so that they're very good at what they do. And, and we start creating that kind of environment, but that's not what this recording is about. It's not about laying out how the future should work. It's about the purge. I mean, it is incredibly powerful and I'm really tired of them. But that is what's going on. We will face in the dream and in the wake time, we're going to face everything. And we're not done until we stop being afraid. And I think we just stop being afraid. I don't know. Well, I can add a little bit of insight here. I was told, and I've mentioned this before, there's a second balancing. And I feel it. I feel we're on the threshold of it because I go in and out of it. Intense purging um, abandonment, mine would be abandonment, fear type of thing. There's just no help whatsoever. Um, cause I've been through that many times. Others will be dealing with something different. I don't want to lose my track here, but we, yeah, we go through the second balancing. We will all go through it. So we do get help in that sense. And it has to do with balancing out the toroidal field as the energy or frequency or Schumann resonances is an attribute of what's going on, but as the frequency rises and we can match it. Those who refuse to vibe up are going to go into destabilization. They're going to destabilize. They're going to go nuts, weird. It's already started, obviously, but 
So anyway, this second balancing um, has to be achieved because you're resonating everything at the core. Every cell, every piece of DNA is creating your collective field, your macabre, your toroidal field, your frequency, your pattern, your consciousness. And uh, until it gets to the point you're just not afraid, which is healing past lies in this lifetime, making you face some of the hard stuff. Um, until that happens, then this new life of support of the, that the master has, which essentially is life coming to you. That's why we were told to surrender. There wasn't anything you could do anyway. Anything you would have done or I would have done was still going to be in survival mentality. It was still going to be to do something for survival. Um, because, I mean, what the hell are you going to do out there with the chaos? You know, go start yourself a little ma-pa business. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's not going to be a lot of fun. Not unless, you're, you know, you've got a massive pockets or something like that to back you all the way. Um, I know I've been in many different ventures, and uh, I'm not up for the drama of it. I don't know that it's a fear. I think it's just a combination of being bored and sort of tired of 3D, because it really is 3D. I think if I was doing anything, it would be um, just doing what I'm doing. Why would I do anything else? Share insight when I feel like it. Maybe be fun to do something on the radio, something more structured, a little bit more structured, uh, more focus, and, uh, you know, I don't know, free-flowing, but within a, within a theme or something. I don't know, really. Because there's, there's no structure to this. I didn't follow anything, really, other than just being honest and uh, putting out the insight that I picked up along the way in this awakening. What else were you going to do? It was too crazy. It's not something you advertise. You know what I mean? It's, we've seen how that works out with the Mandela effect. People who are looking for this information find it, and, uh, and not everybody's looking at this level, although a lot of people will be looking for uh, they'll be more open-minded to the metaphysical side of things because it's metaphysical and, and science or physics is uh, hand in hand. It goes hand in hand. As a matter of fact, uh, yeah, I won't get into that. Okay, so, there, yeah, there's, I don't know what else to say, but I, I really just wanted to sort of document the dream because I'll forget about it and I could write it down, but I don't journal anything. I don't write all this stuff down and just record it. I like to be in that moment. Uh, so what we know is that the solution is playing out globally. Whatever happens, stricter lockdowns, grosser displays of horror coming out of the, the very corrupt, whatever it is, it's, it's going to trigger a global uprising. And it's going, to, uh, it's going to tear down national governments and, uh, and local governments. They just won't be able to fund themselves properly, I don't think. You know, it's just going to fall apart, um, and it needs to. It really does. So that's happening. The, the the new life ahead where we're supported, that is out there. I don't know when and where it is. Fuck, I'm in, I hit the road January 16th. I mean, January 2016, retired. And uh, so, you know, it's 2016, 17, 18, 19, 25 years. It's a long time. You know it. A lot of you have been in this longer and as long and maybe not quite as long, but it's a long time. But I can tell you that you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't waste your time. 
this is the lifetime to awaken, to heal, to balance, and to uh, step into your mastery, your your ascending mastery. To recognize it, you have to admit it to yourself, um, and you have to realize it as being complete. You can't uh, keep thinking you need more information or to chase more information. I went after the stuff I was interested in. I'm not even sure why, because it could be next lifetime. But I was told uh, something to do with, um, I'd be working, learning quantum stuff, you know. And I'm not a scientist. But uh, I'd be working with it somehow. Anyway, so we learned that we do have to get to the point of not being afraid of life. Because that's you becoming the master, being the creator. How do you create when your frequency is bulldozing what you're trying to create? It's it's ripping it apart because it's all distorted. Before, five years ago, I mean, I was all over the place. And uh, and so, you know, you, you have this toroidal field that's all over the place, and reality is all over the place. It reflects you. It reflects the internal truth. So that was never going to work. And so if you have to go through a healing, which takes time, all of the, you know, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am wise, or whatever affirmations you're making, they're good. They program your field. I don't do them. As a matter of fact, I do the things I'm not supposed to do. Sometimes I bitch and complain like today. And you shouldn't do that because you're programming your field. But I'm too tired. I wanted to learn everything, and I got too tired to play the that game. Anyway, once I was more focused on the healing. There was nothing I wanted anyway. The passion was gone. There was no 3D lifestyle I wanted. I wasn't interested in just playing the game. I just wasn't interested in anything to do with with uh, life as a human being in that frequency of consciousness. So I was really just focusing on balancing and healing and trying to channel the way I see people channel. Um, but everybody does it differently. Mine comes through in sketching, and it comes through sometimes when I'm talking because you're, I'm, dialing into whoever's listening. And I've been getting a nudge for a couple of days to do this. I just haven't done it because I hate talking when I'm purging. It's, I mean, it's, it's, I remember waking up as a kid and, uh, you know, my family worked all the time. I mentioned it before. My two mothers worked in the bar, so they were gone at night. And, uh, you know, so you're home alone. And it wasn't unusual as a kid. I mean, it wasn't, nor you know, it wasn't the norm, but it wasn't highly unusual. But it was just, you know, mostly you're just alone, right? And and you bring in, it wasn't even that. I think you bring in this past life. Uh, you, well, you do. You pick it up when you get here. You bring in this past life, deep sort of instability, loneliness. And uh, and I was always fine alone, but it's, it's a deep... Um, sense of insecurity I think with um, life in general and, and you know we're talking at a young age grade one recognizing this and then and I, and I see you know I, I see this with light workers so you have this um, intense feeling so right off the bat you're hunting for an answer why where is this coming from and it's part of the awakening not everybody would have received that but we all got something and uh, we all chased it and so the idea is to heal it it was the most powerful thing 
driving me forward was to find freedom. I figured freedom was the answer. I mean, I didn't know about any of this. I figured if we could just be free and stable, I could alleviate that horror. But that doesn't solve the problem. It doesn't change the frequency. It doesn't take me into expanded consciousness. It doesn't take me into higher awareness. And it doesn't take me out of the game. So, yeah. And, I, and I'd said when I was 21, I was going through to a big meeting with the National uh, Food Company to supply them with some gourmet food. I grew up in that industry, and I said to myself, if I'm not meant to do this, then don't make it work. Funny, eh? To be a self-sabotage. But I was excited. I wanted it to work, and I threw everything at it. Um, but I always knew that it was some sort of secondary underlying thing. It was like it was a dormant thing that was going to come to life. And I was concerned, probably past life again, probably rich and everything got in the way and then I died and realized I, you know, I missed out on the boat or whatever it is. But this point is, is in this lifetime, the lesson was there that it wasn't, a, you know, I wanted the freedom, the autonomy, but I knew there was this other thing. Um, and it was, it's, it's another reality type of thing. I tapped into it different times through my life. I knew it was there. I just didn't really know how to deal with it and navigate it, bring it to life, you know, until I woke up and then, um, I pursued it with a fervor, a passion, a massive, focus at the expense of everything else not family but everything else you know, everything else and uh and so five years later you know you get hit hard when you see that the world is something you can't even work with so many people sleep you're in a darker version you get darker meaner um more afraid more brainwashed not even there consciousness is bleeding out i've said that for a long time it's gone now i think i think those who are not coming on this adventure into multidimensional conscious awareness. I think they're gone. Um, we might have walk-ins into the body, into the shell, and divergence, physical divergences from the vaccine and things like that, which we're seeing already. We see a lot more of that pretty soon. And I, and I, I don't get upset about it because I know it's... They, don't e they won't even know that they died in this timeline. Some will pass on. Many will just sort of be sick and that's it. I know because I went through... a a walk in a storm and fell asleep and uh, sort of woke up. I was just drifting to sleep. It's almost as though, you know, once you pass a certain point um, without having to go through the pain of death and all that kind of stuff, you just slide to another reality. I know that happened. I've talked about it before and I know why. Uh, I mean, it was just too much telling me it happened. So you, you don't even know. You just figure, you know, some, you just figure you get sick and then you wake up and you're in your reality. You're in the one that you've aligned to. It's going to be a dark reality, though, because the people that aligned to it did it out of fear. So I don't know where things are at now, but it feels pretty hardcore right now. You know, I'm, I'm tired of the, of the spirituality stuff. It's not spiritual, though. You know, it's the physics of consciousness. It's not woo-woo. It's, uh, you know, when, when you're looking at the scientific method, Understanding what we understand, that consciousness is the, it's the parent energy of everything, the multidimensional energy of uh, everything, the electromagnetic fields and strong and weak nuclear forces. And uh, when you have consciousness interacting, I mean, consciousness, when it meets life, plasma, I mean, sorry, when it meets, um, yeah, the... I don't know, the ether, you could call it. Once it, life begins when consciousness meets this reality. And uh, 
Why am I getting onto that? I don't even know. Life begins. Oh yeah, the impact of consciousness on reality. You know, and your consciousness is your frequency, so you're collapsing reality. You're, you're essentially stepping into the uh, timelines. I don't like talking about timelines. It's, you know, it's hard. I guess I'm pulling myself back to be able to, for other people to be able to relate, but, you know, consciousness is, is uh, experiencing. It's not, we're not moving through reality. Reality is moving through us. The dream, essentially. And, uh, and so we're pursuing multiple splits, you know, as, because we're not just choosing one road, we're choosing many roads. We're multidimensional. And, uh, and this is the impact on scientific experiments. Once you have yourself locked into a belief system, into a frequency of consciousness, that's what you're going to see. That's what you're going to experience. You, you just cannot experience something you're not a frequency of. You know, this is why you can't convince people of anything beyond their frequency of awareness. There's no point. You're not supposed to. They're in their own school. Um, so, yeah, there's no saving anybody. Everybody's choosing to be here and experiencing what they're experiencing. They can choose to get out of it, but they would have to balance. They'd have to get over their fears, right? Because you learn in fear and then you don't have to learn in fear if you can get over fear but we've been conditioned by it every part of our life from parents early on to school relationships being a provider or you know being this or being that i mean that's all we do we spend our whole life energizing the theme i am a man and i will do this and i I'm a handyman, so I'm going to do that, or I'm an academic, or, you know what I mean, or whatever, I'm a girl, or whatever, you know. It's funny, I, I, won't, I won't go down that road, it's going to, the chrome, or the, uh, the DNA that gets into vaccines, there's uh, a lot of discussion, and I think evidence, the putting two X chromosomes in, two Y chromosomes in, because boys and girls, and fetuses and fucking animals and Jesus it's it's really like a it really is like a witch's brew isn't it a bit of toad and you know some aborted you know it's just so fucked up that we can't the people can't see this anyway it's it's causing this the you know a lot more transgender focus apparently because you're getting the kids while they're young interrupting their uh, immune system and the way that they would naturally develop because I mean there is a certain percentage of people that will be gay. It's part of the, it's like everything, everything's in a cycle moving from male to female. It's funny, I read a, <laughs> I read a comment, somebody was gay bashing and, uh, and, and I just look at it as just such a limited perspective, you know, so yeah, I don't know if I'll tell you what I said, but <laughs> basically I insinuated that, you know, at some point in one lifetime or other, they were, uh, <laughs> I won't say it, but they were, they were having partaking of of the lifestyle. It wasn't quite as sweet. <laughs> Just anyway, we cycle in and out. We're masculine, and then you know, in the next lifetime, we head towards a little less masculine, and we balance out. Uh, and we, you know, we come into a feminine, and we you know, you know this. I mean, we have different we have different uh, lives, right? Different experiences in order to build the wisdom, in order to build the the. Um, I don't know, the inventory 
to explore different things. Sometimes being a woman, it's easier to be uh, do what you want to do. Maybe you experience being a mother. Sometimes, you know, it's male. But we we have to balance that out because we leave, right? We leave the, the DNA programming behind in the fields of Earth, in the electromagnetic fields, which is what you program. It's like uh, electromagnetic data and... Uh, and so you have to pick that up. So let's say you did leave and you, you know, a masculine, but you know, it's a semi-masculine or whatever, but let's say, you know, you're jumping over to the feminine side, you've got to deal with that. So I understand, you know, like it's the same for everybody. Everybody has their unique things. This is why we've got to come together in, in an understanding. But the big problem, the overriding problem is the crazy lunatics that run the asylum here. That has to go first because they set everybody against everybody, made everybody afraid, educated them into stupidity. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. I wouldn't put my daughter in school, fuck, you know, if you paid me, you know what I mean? And it's not easier, you know, doing homeschool. In a sense, it's not hard, it's fun. I don't, I think it's, uh, I think it's an amazing experience, but it's, it's not going to be always easy on parents if they have to work. I mean, although I'll tell you this, if you're going to do homeschool and you're working and you don't want your kid in school, it takes all of, you probably need a half an hour at the most. In some days I don't need to do anything. Basically, the homeschooling I've set up, there's one day that I sit down and we do geometry together and we do um, fractions together. And we do computer programming together. And uh, so we have one day that we sort of, you know, focus. You only do an hour and a half a day. It's not that much. Um, a little bit of review. It's not It's not about brainwashing your kids. I'm all over the place here. But you can't brainwash kids. You've got to let them have fun. That's the creativity. That's the intuition. That's them finding themselves, discovering who they are. You know, I, I just can't imagine throwing a mask on my kid and off to school for fucking six hours and hanging out with the retarded, you know what I mean, educators of the day that just fuck, they can't even see past this either. They just, they're scared to go teach. And I don't feel sorry for them. I was going to say I feel sorry for them, but I don't. You know what I mean? They chose the experience. There's, I have a compassion for people. There's no question about that. It's, it's innate for everybody. Everybody, there's no exception there, but I don't have sympathy <laughs> for some people because it's really hard to feel bad when they're just their own worst enemy and they're there to learn their own things. I just don't, but I do, if I didn't have compassion, I wouldn't share everything that I share. Um, why would you, why would you, you'd have to sort of be in that frequency to, to do that. You know, I share everything that I can come up with, you know? So, I mean, there's obviously no intention of being someone who writes a special book or, you know what I mean, any of that stuff. There's lots of, you know, awesome teachers out there. There's incredible people out there. I find the more that we focus on this um, healing and vibing up, the more we step into a reflection. And it's just the nature of the physics. We step into that frequency of reality. So we see um, more people who, experiencing similar things you know what i mean and, and that was that's the whole the whole point of he you know we get these messages forget about trying to help other people just heal yourself heal thyself physician heal thyself love thyself or whatever you know it's it was always about that it has to be about that if there are many collectives out there many timelines out there then 
then obviously you want to be in a higher frequency one. I mean, you're, we're not here to change the lives of other people in a very in a very direct way. They can approach us and we can share info or whatever. And they can, you know, if we see somebody that needs help, we can be compassionate and set examples and live by example. That's about it. Uh, there's nothing else to do. We're not changing timelines. We're there forever. They don't change. You move. You shift. So... Yeah, it's a, it's a big shift. It's a big paradigm shift. Once you realize that all the stuff that we've come to realize, you just become sort of unmotivated to do anything, you know, even to own things or go anywhere. You know what I mean? It just gets to the point of what the hell am I doing here? Why am I here? But I suppose what happens, uh, I, my understanding is, is we will be doing what we love to do. We will be stepping into a new life that does support us and... Uh, and stepping away from the old life that pushed us out, that um, was sort of a bully because we held the light, you know? Anyway, I wouldn't want to redo this. I don't know why we do this. I don't know why we come down and do this. I mean, really, if everybody's here by their own free choice to learn and experience what they want to learn and the role of the star seed light worker or whatever, the master, is to come and set that example or to hold that frequency so that they can wake up, Man, I don't know. So maybe somebody needs to invent, you know, what was that, 2001 or two, and 2010, that uh, monolith? Maybe we just need to invent one of those and set it up, right? Or set one up in each country with a high vibe and just nuzzle up. Leave the masters alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, I just don't want to be here. Um, so, yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, I won't get into much more than that. Um, I was, I went on a tangent there, but I was, uh, I was, yeah, it doesn't matter. I was going to go through what it was that I was trying to share today, but essentially you are programming your toroidal field and you do that by holding the frequency you want to program it with. So when shit rises up and pokes you in the back of the head or scares the shit out of you, you have to hold your balance and it's not easy to do because we're forced into it in the purge and it becomes very 3D at that point. And it's, it's really hard to remember what 5D is like. 5D is just, just 5D, I wish I could give 5D another name. Uh, a name that everybody could relate to, not just heart-centered awareness, not multidimensional reality. Um, and that's what it is. It's multidimensionally aware. It's an ex slightly expanded conscious awareness. Um, but I think I like going back to the simplicity of things. I loved the complexity before because it took me into everything so I could dive in, rip it apart, figure it out, and explain it. And now I like the simplicity of it because it's not helping. It's not going to help people. Um, I think only people can help themselves. That's it. You know? Um, yeah. So... What would be the, I'm, I'm not hanging up here yet, but I'm, I'm still thinking, but um, uh, what would be the right, what would be a good way to explain it to somebody? The la this is why. The last thing I want to say is we are in our own toroidal field, right? It's about 26 feet wide. And in that field is the human and your universe. And we project ourselves we share realities. We sh if we're sharing a common frequency, a collective frequency, then, and I drew this, it came out in a lot of different ways and sketches, where there's 
people, I should use, I'll use the picture, one of them, where there's people in a bubble, but they're projections. In these bubbles, they're just shadow people. So my wife, let's say, Adina, is in my bubble, right? But she, it's not her. It's representative of her. She's in her own bubble, sovereign. I'm sovereign. You're sovereign. And so we connected on frequency. And so there's a projection of me in her bubble, a projection of her in my bubble. So she is what I think she is. But the two bubbles have different versions of her, the one that she thinks she is and the one that I think she is. And it's the same for me. I'm in her bubble and in my bubble. And we share this frequency. These bubbles share this frequency, this, and that's the collective. But we are coming into a different kind of reality. I don't think I've ever talked about this. It's just coming to me now. We're opening the bubble, expanding the bubble, and essentially the fractal or the consciousness is now creating it's moving out of itself it's moving out of its fractal it's repeating 3d insanity self-absorbed uh, i don't know if that's the right word but survival mentality so you're in your toroidal field your bubble and it's opening up so that we can come into a new frequency together And breaking away from a collective. <clears throat> and that collective has many versions of itself. But we're breaking away from those many versions into a new multidimensional group of uh, people, beings, consciousness. And this opening up of the bubble, I'm trying to, the reason, I would love to go further than that, but I'm not sure exactly that. I guess we're just coming into sharing a new theme. You know, there's people that are talking about the idea at some point where everybody goes in their own direction. And this would be the first step in that. In other words, you would just be, you don't, you're not stuck with a collective um, the way that we have been. That you're able to just sort of go off on your own and have the full experience, but it, with much more control. And this would be the first step into that type of consciousness or experience or multidimensional reality. You would have to break away from the old collective. And you'd have to come into a new collective that co-creates differently, more independently, more sovereign. Things would happen faster. Because I know it's a unity of frequency. It's not a oneness in a sense. I mean, you're sharing an experience together co-creating together um and in that case it, it is a harmony a, a telepathy you're coming into you it's hard to explain because i guess i don't know the, the the physics isn't there i haven't thought about it but you're coming into a frequency where hierarchy doesn't exist the separation isn't the same there's less separation there's more unity harmony compassion empathy so the hierarchy goes away and now you're looking at family. You're looking at a frequency that's more like family. It's not even like the good old days where the neighbors knew each other. I'm talking about that you, you begin co-creating in a way where you're not just um, another number. 
you're part of part of a family that supports each other. Um, and and this is you know why it's so important to uh, I guess to make the most of it because I mean I, I really just man I wanted to pull the trigger today holy shit it's just a very hard day just the most simplest things turn into uh, drama night fest nightmares and it, it's always thanks to this purging stuff and I you know I, I know if you're going through it and you may not be going through it yet by the way I always get hit uh not just me but some get hit first sooner than others and I, i've noticed they tend to get hit uh, very sensitive to the energy so i guess I, I adapt or adjust my frequency is pretty loose or whatever you know what i mean it's not i'm not rigid i don't think any of us are but for whatever reason when the field the big field uh that we're all operating within uh when it shifts i guess i just i shift it immediately and go into imbalance immediately and then I have to balance it out I would love if this thing was just one shot deal where I could just balance every fear one time but for whatever reason it's layer by layer by layer and it's fuck it's got to stop because it's this isn't life you know it's it's crazy what I'm seeing out there you know, the kids don't get to play together you know, this is all the other stuff, you know, was going through my head today. I mean, we've got them wearing masks. Some of them are keeling over, can't breathe. Teeth are rotting in the mask. It's full of bullshit. Now that the election is over and the bad guys think they won, you know, now the coronavirus is going away. You know, I mean, it's it's a, just to help people wake up, but it, it just gets to the point where it's it's just too brutal to be true. How can it be true? Is there that many stupid people out there? And, I, and we can't just blame the people because I think it's also a setup. I think it's there for us to face. And we're seeing exactly what we're holding inside by frequency. And for whatever reason, the political thing doesn't bother me. I guess I just know. I know the, I know the outcome and I've known the outcome since the beginning of this. Um, so that doesn't scare me. I don't know how, that doesn't scare me, no. I think what's been, I think it's just having life, essentially having some sort of form of stability again. You know, have pets and, you know, all that kind of, it's just a fucking life. I haven't had that yet. Many of us haven't. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I'm complaining, but I'm, I'm I've got lots of company, I know. And that's all going to change anyway. So I think you, yeah, I'm not adding any anything positive here. Or I'm not adding anything you don't already know. I think I'm sharing uh, just more something more personal. Because it, it's, for whatever reason, this is a very big shift. Um, it's very tough rebalancing. Um, I know that uh, Moneybags is getting more Mandela effects, which means another sort of large jump. And, uh, and I'm noticing things as well, just uh, in my life. Certainly in dreams, that a lot of reality, uh, you know, multidimensional reality messages and stuff like that. Okay, let's leave it at that. I could go on and chat for. I'm just trying to keep myself company at this point. I think, and that's <laughs> holy shit, 47 minutes. I guess I'm in need of <laughs> need of an outlet. So uh, let's leave it at there and leave it at that. And I will talk to you later.